Make sure to subscribe to the Michigan Football Report. Scroll right below that video here on YouTube. Hit that big red subscribe button. We've got an awesome video for you coming up. The 2020 offensive depth chart. Going to roll that intro video while it's playing. Hit that red subscribe button. Welcome into the Michigan Football Report, the show that's got the blog boys uh, retiring early because they just can't compete with the awesome shows we have for you all 2019 season into the 2020 offseason. Going to take a look at my early pre-spring 2020 offseason depth chart. If you haven't watched the show before, I am James Yoder, your host. Make sure to follow me on Twitter right there. You see at James Yoder. Let's start off with the quarterback position. And I know Joe Milton is the most popular player in Michigan football history that's thrown less than 10 pa passes in his entire career. Somehow people think he's the combination of Cam Newton, Ben Roethlisberger, and Michael Vick all mixed into one. But I got some news for you folks. I don't think he's going to be the starting quarterback this year. I believe he goes into the spring at least as the number two quarterback behind fourth-year quarterback Dylan McCaffrey, who has seen bouts of playing time uh, over the past couple seasons. Didn't see any playing time uh, in 2017 when he came in as a true freshman. But fourth year in the program, Milton and McCaffrey will battle all spring into the summer workouts and then into the 2020 August fall camp. Both of the opportunity to be a multiple-year starter. Milton has three years of eligibility, so potentially he could be a three-year starter. If you were to stick around that long, you know guys are trying to get to the NFL right away. But it's a new era of Michigan football. Two seasons ago, Shea Patterson was a welcome addition to a depleted quarterback room that really didn't have anything other than Brandon Peters that you potentially thought you could win games with. Now Dylan McCaffrey, Joe Milton, good one-two punch. And I think this is the best, most at least most intriguing quarterback battle Michigan has had maybe since the prior to the 2010 season when it was returning freshman starter uh, going into sophomore year Tate Forcier and you know red fellow classmate sophomore to be Denard Robinson that's my projected depth chart Bill McCaffrey Joe Milton and Cade McNamara it's today's Ohio State update you guys know it is Bosa beat Ohio State again all offseason long I'm giving an F about it Ohio State certainly gives a, gives a damn about beating Michigan, and maybe they got higher aspirations because this tweet came out from a Ohio State blogger that Ohio State's coach, strength coach, Mickey Mariotti, which is one of the best in the game, he's one of the best in the game, said there's a sign in the weight room with the score of the loss to Clemson in the college football playoff. 309 days, 22 hours, 38 minutes, 43 seconds until Michigan kicks off against Ohio State in Columbus. Does Jim Harbaugh? have 56-27. Does Jim Harbaugh have 62-39 on the weight room tattooed across his forehead? Or is he worried more about whether they're going to go to Costa Rica or Cuba this spring for, uh, for a, a, a bonding trip just to give up another 60-burger to Ohio State? I care about this game. You guys watching the show, I know care about this game. Here's today's Ohio State update. B-O-S-A, beat Ohio State again. And you can support that cause and making sure you are rocking this Michigan gear all off-season long. Got a great deal for you today. You got the URL down there, the website, chatsports.com slash blue3. We'll drop you on the page to get this bad boy 50% off. I wear this shirt all the time as a Christmas present from a wonderful young man. Uh, Block M shirt, only 15 bucks. Or, also got this as a Christmas present, the Jordan Brand Michigan Football Coaches Sideline shirt, 45% off. Uh, it's normally like 70 bucks. Now, right now, $36.99. Chatsports.com slash Michigan6. Go to that website. 
get the deal, thank me later. And you see an Ohio State fan wearing that. You know, you know what's coming in 2020. They yet don't know. All kinds of Michigan gear available uh, right now, up to 50% off, including this jersey. Not 50% off, but it is on sale. Chatsports.com slash blue is the website to go to for all kinds of Michigan t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, jerseys, etc. Let's go over to the running back. This may be a surprise to some of you. I've got Hassan Haskins as my starter, okay? Zach Charbonnet, 10 plus touchdowns in 2019, was the starter early on, got hurt, was limited for a middle part of the season. Hassan Haskins seized the job in the second half of the, of the year. They still give him the ball to Charbonnet inside the 10, so he got the touchdowns. But Haskins was your starter towards the end of the season. They kind of split carries on and off the last two or three games really when Michigan went to a much more of an aerial attack, near about the same amount of carries. And after the first three games, it was almost identical carries the last seven or eight of the year. Both of the opportunity next year to get to 1,000 yards, 637, 739 last year. Charbonnet had the touchdowns with 11 to four, but I think Hassan Haskins was the player that the coaches trusted most, came up big in the biggest games. And I think he's gonna start as your starter, but Charbonnet, just like last year, is going to get Plenty of carries. So whether or not Haskins walks out in the field first or Charbonnet does, I think these are two backs that at least are competing. You know, they're they're guys you can count on. It's not like a few years ago, Harbaugh's first couple of years, where you didn't know who the running back was going to be for Michigan. You've got two backs that you definitely, you know, even going into the 2019 season, no one knew who Michigan's running back was going to be. Obviously, Charbonnet uh, seized the job early. Hassan Haskins came on. I like who you have. You've got these guys for at least three more seasons if they were to stay throughout their eligibility. Uh, so that's a nice one-two punch. Blake Corum, early enrollee, practice already with Michigan during uh, bowl practice season. He will come in as my number three back and you've got Chris Evans. Still a mixed bag on what we're gonna get from Chris Evans. I have it under good authority that Evans is gonna be a little bit of a, a slash player. He'll take uh, passes out of the backfield. He'll line up in the slot. He'll get some carries. So we'll see what happens at that position. Until we see what Chris Evans does in spring ball, I'm not gonna slot him as a running back specifically just yet. But I'll ask you guys this question. Who will lead this team, the 2020 Michigan Wolverines football team in rushing yards, rushing yards in 2020? Type HH for Son Haskins. Type ZC, Zach Charbonnet, for Charbonnet. You might get hit with an ad break here on YouTube. So while this ad plays, scroll down to the comments. We'll pin it for you. Type HH or ZC. Take a look at the wide receiver depth chart. Michigan lost. Two of their, you know, what I think people thought were two of their top three receivers going into the year didn't turn out that way. The man right there in the middle of your screen, Ronnie Bell, became really wide receiver one, one A, one B with uh, Nico Collins and obviously Donovan Peoples-Jones, who is on to the NFL. But this is my starting three wide receivers. You might see Michigan go to a four wide receiver set more next year than they did this season with Josh Gaddis' offense going into its second year. But Nico Collins, Ronnie Bell, Giles Jackson. You're going to see people say Mike Sainer still. I don't think so. I think it's Giles Jackson that gets the starting spot at the slot. Roman Wilson, Cornelius Johnson, uh, and, and A.J. Henning are all young players who can rotate in and out at those outside wide receiver spots. Sainer still will be there at the slot. But let's take a look at Michigan's two leading receivers from the 2019 season, both returning. Ronnie Bell didn't really have an option to return. Nico Collins could have went pro like Donovan Peoples-Jones but decided to come back for his fourth season in Ann Arbor. Collins was more effective with getting the deep balls and getting in the end zone, averaging 19 yards, 19.7 yards per catch, seven touchdowns, while Ronnie Bell had much more, much, you know, much, much more uh, 
production with 48 catches to Nico's 37, 758 yards to his 729. But Nico Collins has an opportunity to put together what I think could be an all Big Ten season, potentially borderline All-American. We'll see if he can get consistent play and get consistent um, downfield opportunities, which were spotty in the 2019 season. So it's going to be up to Josh Gaddis to make sure that's a part of the game plan every single game. And with the offense seemingly coming together over the past five or six games of the year, I think you're going to see Bell, Giles Jackson, Mike Sanders, and some others opening things up underneath to let Collins go deep in one-on-one coverage, throw the ball up there a little bit more than they did last season. But I'll ask you guys this question. Will Michigan have a 1,000-yard wide receiver in 2020? I'm even trying to think here. I can't even remember, like, off the top of my head, the last time. They went a decade or so from the mid-'90s to the 2007 with a 1,000-yard wide receiver every single year. It might be 10-plus seasons at this point. It might be 2007 Mario Manningham, the last time they had one. I'll look that up. But type Y for yes, type N for no. I want to know what you guys think about year two of Josh Gass's offense with a new quarterback but a talented group of wide receivers coming back. Type Y or N. Super Bowl is right around the corner. Make sure you get started with our partner, BetDSI. If you haven't yet, Super Bowl is a great time to get going betting on football. Use that promo code GOBLUE for 120% deposit bonus. Just go to the website, chatsports.com slash bet to be redirected there to use the promo code. Take a look at the Super Bowl odds right now. No some Michigan show. Chad Henney, quarterback of the uh, of the Chiefs. So we've got a another Michigan player about to quarterback his team to a Super Bowl. One and a half point favorites they are over the 49ers. 53 points is the over-under. And once we get towards game week, you're going to see all kinds of prop bets. And if you're not familiar with a prop bet, take a look at this one. If you put up 100, but you got to put up 100 bucks, 105 bucks, or $10.50. It's all proportional to put money to win back 100 or 10, whatever you do. Whether Patrick Mahomes will be the MVP of the game, Jimmy Garoppolo, those are some sweet odds. You put up 10 bucks on Garoppolo to be the MVP, he gets it, you get 10 bucks back, and you win 28. That's how prop bet odds work. Go get started, chatsports.com slash bet. Make sure you use that promo code GOBLUE for a 120% deposit bonus. And I'll ask you guys to help get me to 5,000 followers. I haven't asked in a week or so, so I'm not going to the well too many times, but appreciate all you guys have had. We've grown by well over 100 uh, over the past couple weeks, and I thank you for that. At James Yoder, I'm tweeting out Michigan football stuff every single day, and it's not any of this filtered mainstream media, uh, you know, press releases that the other guys are putting out. It's raw, unedited, inside info on Michigan football. So go give me a follow today, at James Yoder. Going to give the next 10 followers, once we publish the show, a shout-out on a show early next week. So don't miss out, at James Yoder on Twitter. Take a look at the tight end depth chart. Nick Eubanks was... Considering going pro, which I think would have been a kind of wild thing to do because I don't know if he would have got drafted, but Zach Gentry went pro last year with similar stats, and he got drafted in the fifth round, so maybe he had an opportunity to decide to come back. 25 catches, 243 yards, about 10 yards per catch, four touchdowns. Eric All is a name you might not all be familiar with. Got some playing time as a true freshman. Kind of forced Mustafa Muhammad to transfer because he was a, a year older than all, but all jumped him in the in the depth chart early on. And then Luke Schoonmaker, who was uh, was in the in the lineup here and there, but got a lot of uh, a lot of snaps, was really making some plays in practice, and I think he'll have the opportunity to see the field next year. He'll be in the two deep in 2021 once Eubanks uh, heads, hopefully for his sake, to the NFL. How about the offensive line? 
The offensive line is going to be the biggest question mark on this team. I know quarterback might be a question mark for a lot of you, but you're replacing one player there with two guys who have been there for a long time. Uh, They've certainly seen uh, all, all kinds of snaps in, in practice, but the offensive line is replacing four starters. And the only guy coming back is a redshirt sophomore, Jalen Mayfield, who, if it weren't for injuries, he might not have been a guaranteed thing to be a starter last year. Andrew Struber went down with a knee injury in fall camp. Him and Mayfield were battling for that right tackle position. Uh, Stuber goes down, Mayfield gets it, and now with Cesar Ruiz going pro, you've got to replace four offensive linemen next season. So let's take a look at Stuber, potentially, which I think is almost a certain thing to happen with the emergence of Ryan Hayes in the first few games of 2019. Lil John Runyon was injured, so Mayfield and Ryan Hayes, two young guys with no playing experience, where you're starting right tackle and left tackle the first three games, I believe it was, of the season. Mayfield's going to slide out to left tackle. Ryan Hayes got some experience starting early in the year last season. He'll be your right tackle. And then Chuck Fidelaga, some people rumoring him to be a transfer candidate. That didn't make sense to me. Andrew Stuber moves from tackle to guard, given he's probably your third, second, third, fourth. He's definitely one of the best five linemen on the team when he returns some injuries. So he'll move to guard. And then a name a lot of you might not be familiar with is Zach Carpenter, one of the five offensive linemen Michigan brought in the 2019 class. He'll be your starting center going into spring practice. Carson Barnhart, Nolan Rumler, Andrew Vastardis, Trent A. Jones, and then Trevor Keegan will be your five backups for the offensive line going into 2020 spring practice. Make sure, if you haven't yet, follow me on Twitter. I mentioned earlier, I've, I've voted by me the number one Twitter follower, follow out there for Michigan football. But uh, go ahead and follow me. Make the decision for yourself. If you don't like it, money back guaranteed. You can always unfollow later. Thanks so much for watching today. As I mentioned earlier in the show, click this button right here. Make it easy for you. Click it. Subscribe to the Michigan Football Report. You'll never miss one of our shows all off-season long. And while you're here, might as well keep watching some videos. Got some Michigan Football Report videos for you right here and right here. Go Blue.